heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? Racing Pulse heads to the weekend, finding you plenty of winners. On Racing Pulse, it's Gator's Game Plan. Yes, it is time to get all the good oil from David Gately as we look ahead to the Group 1000 Guineas Rupert Clark meeting and also try and find a winner in the Hunter. How are you, Gator? Not too bad, Michael. How are you? Well, uh, it's been a little bit of a quieter week compared to Cup Week, which has given you a lot of time to focus and study and do the form. Are you confident about this weekend? Look, I am. There's a couple I like uh, that have drawn awkwardly, so um, we'll just see how the track sort of plays out. Obviously, rail back true. They can edge off the inside, and all of a sudden, those wide gates aren't a massive concern. So, you know, horses like Magic Time and and Zorin, who we'll get to in the feature, the uh, Thousand Guineas, I think are uh, uh, there to run really well, uh, but just need a bit of luck now. So who's your captain? Who's the captain's pick of the weekend? Yeah, first magnet on the board, race four, number two, Saltaire is her name. I thought she was terrific at Flemington, just drew the wrong side, came through inside them, beat all by one, it's a good one too, in Mumbai Muse. And her valley run prior to that was outstanding. She was actually the only horse all day to break 11 seconds last 200, and um, I think she's really well placed, back to 1,200 metres here. It's not a gimme, you know, it's a, it's a good little race, um, thoroughbred club stakes, but she's the one that I'm most confident uh, in. Yeah, she's been stiff her, her last two. She could have easily won both of them. I was surprised that uh, Commemorative went up favourite over yeah. her. What did you make of Commemorative? Look, she, I thought she was okay at Flemington. Uh, the 1,400 metres, uh, I'm not convinced she doesn't run it, but the last 100 metres she was a bit average. But she did come through inside them, and all the action that race was wider out, wasn't it? So I think race shape's really important. That might have brought her undone. Back to 1,200's no negative. Um Agree. I just sold Tess' favourite over her, hence, you know, I tipped her and made her the best bet. But, uh, you know, uh, we get it wrong sometimes, so we'll see how we go. All right. Well, there's plenty of races. You could have made your long division the most head-scratching race of the weekend. Who'd you land on? Well, I went with the Rupert Clark just because I think, look, I think Magic Time is an absolute jet and a real class mare. Uh, gee, her run in the uh, invitation was fabulous given the wide run. Espiona beats her narrowly and Dens on the Hills, the Vespiona and Bonus Notches and in secret. So it's, it's a difficult form line to dislike. But with her drawing awkwardly or drawing out, um, you know, I think it's opened the race up a bit. Straight Acer was terrific in the Golden Eagle. Beat home Ruthless Dame. She split those two girls, Magic Time and Espiona, in the invitation. So it's easy to tie his form in. All of a sudden, Chain of Lightning gets to 1,400. I think she's the overs. I and me, will she run 1,400? That's a question mark. And then you've got the horses like Cause for Concern and those uh, unlucky runners through the um, uh, the Damien Oliver at Flemington. So a lot of angles to the race. I like the placement of it. So um, we'll see how things play out. But magic time on top. But um, a race that took some uh, took some thought. Yeah. So is she good enough to get posted like she did in Sydney last start and still win on Saturday? Well, I think it depends on the track pattern. If it's an on-pace inside day. I think she's in a world of trouble. But I'm um, not expecting that. As I say, I'm expecting by race eight, maybe they'll be edging off the inside rail with the traffic. This track has had a bit of rain about. Um, so that might suit her. Three wide with cover midfield. And 
as I say, if, if that's the pattern of the day, then I've become more confident. All right. So that is uh, the long division. Who's your D-Day horse this week? Yeah, I think it's Skylab in Sydney. A horse I've always had a bit of time for. And, um, you know, I think we should have cashed in one day and when he was beaten, um, moral beaten in a good race up there. But um, I'm sort of hoping uh, we can get some money back this time. I thought his run it was terrific last time. He was just starting to build his momentum and, and speed when his luck ran out. And he gets to 2300 now, which I think will suit. Look, it's, it's, a, it's a tough race, a lot of hopes. But I think it's time for him to stand up. So he's race six, number three, Skylab, our D-Day horse. The D-Day Skylab. Um, if the Rupert Clark's your long division, what's your highlight? Oh, look, it'd have to be that 1,000 guineas. I, you know, as I say, I like the placement. It's only first year of this concept, and I think that it's a fabulous field. Uh, obviously, I'm really excited to see what Skybird can do. Curvalon, they're really promising fillies. You've got Kamochi there, who comes back from covering ground at Flemington. She's been up a long time, but she keeps racing so well. Vivier was the best closer in the Curvalon race. Zurion's the one who covered a lot of ground in that race, in a fast run race. And we're still there swinging. The Quinella had a much softer run or softer runs than her. Um, again, she's drawn a little awkwardly, but I thought around that $10 mark, she was the overs in a really uh, competitive but strong, potentially strong 1,000 guineas. All right. Um, there's a couple of questions here. Um, hey, Gator, I'm keen on Kamachi to finally break through from a good barrier in the guineas. Thoughts on her? Yeah, I think she'll get a softer run than what she had last time, which won't be difficult. She was never on the track, but the fence was off. Um, you know, though, a couple of girls that ran past her are no slouches, Jolly Star and uh, Roland High. Uh, she was five weeks between runs as well, so it's just a matter of whether she can come up again. She's been up a long time. That's the only little query, but I um, look, I've given up on picking into prep runs for horses. I, I think it's fraught with danger. If the trainers there put them in the race fit and well, I, I back that and, and uh, back her to run well. Another question coming through is, um, what about Ayrton, who's also drawn a good gate in the Rupert Clark? Yeah, look, I, I thought he sort of half fell in first start, but he still did a good job, and he beat subsequent impressive winners like Buffalo River and Co. And they went back last time. He ran on really nicely, so he, he might be back. You know, he's, um, you know, he, he's, it's it's a it's a crossroads prep for him, sure, but he's two runs back. He's done nothing wrong, so. I certainly wouldn't talk you out of him. I forgot to do the night watchman. Who's your huh. who, who's your um, uh, hold up the innings horse this week? Yeah, I want to go Capo Strata. So race ten uh, at Newcastle. Blinkers on last time. One well drawn for a good run. Get some weight relief, and I think uh, really back up with six and a half, seven dollar mark. So uh, pads on. Like it. Capo Strata, $5, Zach Lloyd. Uh, just for the punters out there, this Newcastle meeting traditionally, is it is it uh, a touch wary, tread wary? Do we get a few big results? Uh, look, I, I don't have the data to, to support uh, an opinion, but um, anecdotally, uh, I think it's a, it's a meeting I love playing at. I think the Hunter's a terrific race. Um, you've got a few coming back from an Everest out of it. You've got King of Sparta coming off a Sydney Stakes run. Um, and like any meeting these days, and even past days, there's, there's, of course there's been some rough results, but you know, back yourself to, to do the work and get it right as much as you can. And 
I think King of Sparta's uh, a lovely price for a good horse, you know, around $9 in the Hunter. He'll do me on top, but a few will go in the quaddy. So, eight, yeah, $8 King of Sparta. What, what are your thoughts on Marzu? Look, not much went to plan in the Everest. He was wide and, and back against the track pattern of Rose Hill. Still finished with Cole Crusher. You know, that's Bella Nipatina's, then cross line with Espiona. Private eye and think about it, first and second in an Everest. So you don't have to look too hard to make a really good case for that horse. You'd love a bit of rain. There's some rain about Friday, I think, but not on game day, Newcastle way. Um, but he's still in the mix strongly, I think. Yeah, and tell us about this far too easy who opened up really short in the market mm. it's now getting out to about 550 just a slashing run in the covey 32 7 last 600 11 2 last 200 very wide um forget the second i missed last prep every other second up run he's had he's won them um gate one they'll need a plan uh, and a good ride but third pick and he goes in everything for mine Hey, Gator, uh, tell me about Sonic, uh, Sonic Boom in race four. Any chance? That's from Sean. Yeah, good chance, I think. Obviously, Saltair's our top pick and best for the day, but Sonic Boom's our second pick. Six weeks fresh back to 1,200 might be enough. Didn't run the mile out last time. If you've got former and Charmstone, you can beat those. Charmstone was on the heels of them in the, uh, the mails in a golden rose. So, yeah, good value danger, I think. How did that Miraval Rose uh, win rate last start? I know she's drawn wide, but she's very sh- uh, tight in the market. Yeah, they haven't missed her, have they? Uh, she ran the time, no knock at all. She was a soft win, runner-up came out one. She ran five lengths faster than the other maiden on the day and 11 lengths faster than the older horses later in that day as well. So, um, you know, I often say times relative to the day I find are much more valuable than times relative to, you know, benchmark averages, but... Each to their own. Good question here. Hey, Gator, how close can Vibrant Sun get uh, uh, to this field? So Vibrant Sun's Ollie's last uh, 1,000 guineas group one ride after coming off a very dominant maiden win. Yeah, it was a a brilliant win, wasn't it? Um, uh, Eight lengths was the margin, and uh, it just depends on the upside, I guess, for this horse. Couldn't have done much more. I mean, you go back two runs... Roland High safely had her covered, you know, three and a half lengths, but it's only start number two. So, look, if you're doing a pecking order, which I, that's the way I do my form, I just put them in a, in a ratings order or a pecking order, and I have to have Roland High ahead of her, given the disparity in the margin when they clashed. But it's very easy to say, given her scope and level of improvement uh, potential, that she can be right there with that horse. So another one... There's no way I can talk you out of. There's a few other SMSs coming th- uh, through here. Hey, Gator, I was all over Quickstar, uh, Quickstar last start. Um, it's a $17 chance from a good gate. Only had two starts, very, very unexposed, but it does um, have that Skybird form line where it ran on well. Yeah, well, only Skybird had quicker closing fractions than Quickstar. And Quickstar got held up at a key stage while Skybird, you know, was able to secure a run through on the inside. I don't know if she was held up as well, but um, once she was out, she was terrific. Skybird, Quickstar was the same. I mean, her section was amongst the best of the day as well. And she made her run out wider. In that race, the trifecta were all on the inside lane. So I think the other point that the caller or texter has um, made is salient that she was having start too. She was 1,200 to 1,600 there, so... Um, it's the level of improvement off that that is going to be what makes her breaks her winning or just running well in this race. 
Uh, hey, boys, I've just tuned in. Have you mentioned Munamek? Yes. Uh, yet, well, no, we haven't. So, Gator, oh, Gator 18, so unlucky. Mm. What do you do with Munamek? Well, that top pick draws 15, magic time. So I think they'll have a plan. They'll probably try and be off midfield, wide with cover, hope the fence is off, maybe get the back of magic time and try and run past her, uh, which won't be easy. But, um, look, he was unlucky last time. Cause for concern. Was also held up as well. Bit of a blanket finish that Flemington race, but it rated well. Um, he's one of many you can make a case for in a in a an impossible race. Uh, first race is a, an intriguing one. I know it's only a small field. Dollar eighty eight, no deal done. What do you make of Dunkel first up? Well, I mean, how do you bag this horse? He's won six of eight. He ran second in the miss, was probably the best run in that race, and the other miss he was lame. So, one of those wins, he wins a Group One South Australian Derby. How do you bag him? How do you bag that record? Ain't no deal done. Probably got more runs on the board this prep. Well, Dunkel's first up, so he has. But, um, yeah, I don't think there's, there's much between them. I think ain't no deal done. I've gravitated to, given the form behind him, keeps stacking up. And uh, he's a horse I've always had really, uh, you know, a lot of time for. And he's come of age this prep. So, look, it wouldn't shock me if the other one won it. But um, uh, it can only have one on top. Hey, you do the form everywhere these days. Um, tell us how you think Shigripper... Um, and the standard that he's been beating in Adelaide uh, equates to what he's going to meet in the Village Stakes? Well, class-wise, no. Um, only his two wins this prep in benchmark races, but the time's there. You know, he's running the time, so that's why the market hasn't missed him, I think. And what he's also doing is running time with weight. So uh, he gets the weight relief here. We know the South Australians have had a good little run the last few weeks. And you go back further through his form, you can tie it in through Legio 10, um, who, you know, when he ran well at Flemington, this horse. So, look, I was surprised he went up that skinny. Uh, 270 was the early quote, I think, from memory. But he's a clear winning hope, I think. Does she dances give putters the easy win at the end, or can Rose Courts turn the tables? Well, I think Rose Courts can turn the tables, but she dances is difficult to knock. She's won six of seven at 1,200. The miss... She was probably the best run in the race in a group two, Tobin Bonds, when she was pressured up front and beat all by one. She's won five of nine on top of the ground. Rose Courts chased her first up and just, I just thought was too keen and it cost her the win maybe. Two kilo swing deeper into the prep and gets back to 1,200 metres. So I just thought at twice the price, Rose Courts could beat She Dances, but uh, look... Um, I don't have anything between the two of them, to be honest. Mm, this is Gator's game plan. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break and then we'll come back with your world-famous um, parlay bet. There's a few other SMSs, but um, you sound like you're doing it a bit tough, Gator Dog, so I might put the call out there. Uh, is it just the flu we've got? Do we need a home remedy? Who can help Gator out and get him back to 100%? Uh, any... This is the... Uh, yeah, yeah, this is the... Um... You know, the, I, don't, I never studied at school, but they always told me, you know, you cram for exams and then you get the cold, you know. Mm. Same as if you taper before a big, uh, big race like an Ironman. Always happens. So cup week post-cold is a moral every year. Yeah, because you, know, you were letting your hair down after final day. So <laughs> that might have had something to do with it. Yeah, it? I mixed with humans. That's the problem. You all gave me a buddy. <laughs> gave me the flu. <laughs> uh, wrap yourself back up in that bubble wrap. Sure. Uh, we'll sure. take a break. Come back with Gator after this. The news and stories from Racing's Heartland. This is RSN's Racing Pulse. Welcome back to Racing Pulse with David Gately. Uh, it's all happening here, but what we mm. are able to do is provide you 
with Gator's world-famous parlay of the week. A couple of quick SMSs. Hey, Gator, have a good swig of beetle. Uh, Beanley rum, there's something for yeah. you. Okay. Um, scotch is the answer. There's a bit of a theme here from our listeners. Yeah. Um, the station went off air for a few minutes. You're back on now. Yes, I know. The power's been going in and out. It's been a roller coaster ride today. Uh, mm. So uh, we're in the lap of the gods. Hey, Gator sounds cooked. Has he been on a five-day bender or had a <laughs> big winner at the carnival that he's not telling us about? Uh, there's a couple of other ones. Get on the Armour Force, Gator. Double your yep. zinc intake. Uh, another one, smear. Um, uh, what's his Smear garlic cloves all over your body, Gator. Um, okay. Yep, that's we well, normally do that anyway. But um, yeah. there's a there's a couple of tips for you. Um, what about your world famous parlay? Uh, what are we doing this weekend? I thought we moved on from the garlic cloves in 1748, but I'm <laughs> happy to go give it a try. Uh, parlay race four number two Saltaire. We've touched on her. Race eight number eleven Magic Time. Class act. Race ten number three Rose Quartz. Parlay two three win. Uh, give us strength. All right, we like that. One more's come through. Uh, Eugenius, do you give it a chance mm. at big odds on Saturday? Fourth pick. Uh, I think 40 to 1 is the wrong price. It was good last time off a soft maiden win. So I think um, with some upside, yeah, good roughy. Uh, Gator, you take care. Back to bed with a bottle of scotch and some cloves of garlic. I might give the scotch a miss, but uh, everything else I'll go with. Thank you for having me on. We will see you next week, David Gately there. His parlay, 2-3 win, Caulfield Race 4, Saltaire, Race 8, Magic Time, and Race 10, Rose Quartz. 25 bucks costs $100. So that is the David Gately um, parlay. All right, we are coming up to 11 o'clock.